0: Hey, what is up everyone? It's the guy here and welcome back to another episode of The Mind Here, the bi-weekly podcast where I talk about new knowledge I've learned, projects I'm working on, and current events. Topics may be random, but I hope that with each episode you can come away with a fresh perspective on the universe. Welcome to all of you who are here for the first time. If you like my content and want to see more, please consider subscribing. Alright, so this episode is going to be a little different of an episode. Usually, I record these episodes on Sunday, the day that they are released, because, well, for the most part, these podcasts are relatively unedited. It's simply just me talking to you guys about some thoughts that I've had throughout the week, Uh, so I don't do too much uh, post-editing, just a big stream of ideas coming out with some intro, outros, and things to make it a little nicer to uh, watch or listen to. Uh, But, this episode is recorded on Thursday. Today is Thursday. And I'm recording this early because I have something going on during the weekend. If you watched my previous episode, you'll know that I brought on a special guest, Joy. She's a great friend of mine. She's also an organizer of a hackathon that is taking place this weekend. And it just so happens that I am participating in this hackathon as one of the uh, the uh, the conference attendees, the the competitors, uh, one of the hackers in this uh, competition. Uh, so, uh, I'll be, I, I most likely won't have time during the weekend to produce a quality video and put it out. Um, uh, depending on how intense this project may be, since this is my first hackathon, I'm not sure how uh, how my energy will be after the hackathon. Um, I'm not sure what to expect, so just to be on the safe side, I'm recording this early so that uh, I can get some good content out and uh, release it at the same um, around the same time that I usually do, without having to delay it because that would be sort of uh, sort of a breach of contract. That I since these podcast episodes come out um, every other Sunday, I don't want to put it out on Monday because uh, that's just sort of uh, a breach of contract on my part, and I don't want that to happen. Uh, but anyways, so with this uh, hackathon, you. You might have, you might wonder, um, if you know me, I am, uh, I'm pursuing a mechanical engineering degree. So for me to participate in hackathon and even just my recent projects, um, they've been mostly uh, related to coding. I've been learning about different languages, about different uh, computer science concepts. And you might be wondering uh, why, why am I doing these things these things? if I am a mechanical engineering major, Does that, that doesn't really relate to my major, does it? Uh, well, I, I am taking a minor in computer science because it's something I'm interested in. Uh, but first off, why am I doing this hackathon? One reason is because that I wanted to get an experience. Uh, hackathons aren't usually something that I, I reach out and do just because I've never had that much of an interest in doing one. Uh, but since my friend was organizing it, I decided that I might as well join to support the hackathon that she organized as well as get an experience for myself and connect with the uh, the wider community that I might be missing out on. And also it's just an experience that I think would be uh, a good addition to uh, the the other experiences that I've had so then I can understand how these uh, hackathons work, and maybe uh, get a better understanding of just coding uh, projects overall. So it's it's something that I think would be beneficial to me in the future, and so that's why I took part in this hackathon. Uh, now, why am I doing these coding projects then? Uh, does that not sort of detract from my main route of being a mechanical engineer? It in a traditional sense, it sort of does because you would think that, oh, a mechanical engineer, I would be in the garage building a go-kart or uh, working on some engines or whatever, right? Those are the typical things you would expect from a mechanical engineer or even more recently, you'd think about, okay, maybe 3D printing or doing something that's CAD related, right? Something that's more uh, mechanically oriented. However... I didn't choose a mechanical engineer to fit myself into the job of being a mechanical engineer. Uh, I took the approach of looking at the different majors and the different minors, the different areas that I could go into and learn more about, learn in depth about, and seeing uh, which one would benefit me the most. Because I'm taking the approach of uh, looking at the degrees that I'm I'm offered at the university and saying, okay, what would be the most beneficial to me? And what would I learn the most from in a university setting, in a more uh, professional, um, deeper level uh, compared to if I could learn it elsewhere or if I would need it elsewhere, right? So I decided that mechanical engineering was something that would be pretty important to me that I learn in a, a deep level at a university level and at a major level, right? And so, yes, my the jobs I would be applying to in the future would probably be related to mechanical engineering. Um, but here's the thing, though. I'm not going to fit myself into a specific role, a specific specific job. Uh, There's a fundamental flaw in that thinking, and it's that um, that people that join the workforce need to fit themselves into a job offering. Uh, I'd rather take the approach that um, the companies are looking for someone that can uh, uh, that has some certain qualities, yes. So they might be looking for someone that they need to accomplish a certain job. But just because you are taking that position or just because you possess those qualities doesn't mean that your other uh, your other creative attributes or your other skills uh, need to be uh, suppressed in order to fit your job. Um, so just because let's say I'm a mechanical engineer doesn't mean that I can't help with um, a database with a company I'm working with or something. If that's something that they um, that I showed that I could help with, and that they wanted help with. Um, there's the the idea that it's none of your business, and that this is out of scope of your job, is very limiting to uh, people. And to to say that okay, so you're you're this job, and therefore you expect to do this. It uh, it really takes away from the. I guess the wholeness of a human being, right? Someone uh, may be pretty good at something. And that's sort of like the main reason you're looking for someone, right? Because you're offering a job in this position. So, oh, I'm Looking for someone that can work with chemicals. I'm looking for someone that can do neurosurgery, right? But if you have other skill sets that you can benefit for the organization, or something like that, or if you have other areas where you would like to explore, um, I don't see an issue with someone pursuing that and um, putting more time aside to work on things that are necessarily uh, strictly with something that they um, focus their main career or their main studies on. Right, so that's just uh, something that I wanted to talk a bit about, um, as it's it's becoming more relevant for people that, uh, at least in my circles, that are now either going into college or looking for jobs. Uh, this is something to think about. Um, not fitting yourself into a role that is provided to you, but rather saying, okay, I have these skills that yes, would benefit, and this would fit the uh, qualities that you were asking for, but then what else can I also contribute, right? Uh, Each, I believe that each person Each employee contributes something unique. Not just um, employees are not interchangeable. One person fired and another person coming in, or another person, one person leaving, another person coming in, will not be the same, even if they have roughly the the same skill sets or they they're taking the same job. Uh, They can provide they can take on different roles in an organization, even though their job uh, might be something that you might expect them to do one thing. So that's just something to think a little bit about uh, when, as you approach the uh, entering a career early on or approaching your studies, looking at things that uh, you feel inspired about, looking at things that you find interesting, and also things that you think would benefit you. Studies that um, when taken in a university setting would be awesome compared to something that you would take online or somewhere else, maybe learn on the job, right? So uh, think about that as you walk uh, walk your path down, your educational, academic, and your professional life. And while we're talking about the value that people bring to organizations, I also want to touch up a little bit about a sort of more sensitive topic that has come into light of recently, and that is the heightened racial tension uh, in America. There's likely similar issues across the globe, but unfortunately, um, at least I I don't pay enough attention there to make any distinctive uh, observations or arguments. But what I can observe and say are what's happening in the US uh, at the time of this recording, around this time of this recording. Um, there have been uh, many issues that have come up about racial injustice, and also of just people that uh, might believe that their, whatever it may be, their race, their gender, their ethnic group is superior than others in some way, or they don't treat another uh, set of people the same as they would treat uh, their own set of people. Right? Um, it's, it's a tense subject, and... I'm going to take an approach that might confuse, might uh, maybe even anger some people. But my objective is not to just uh, spew out propaganda for one side particularly, but to uh, provoke some thoughts, to uh, ask people to think, and to get some ideas going, some alternatives going. Um, something that isn't the daily drama that you see on mainstream, uh, mainstream social media and television, um, all those uh, those channels that typically express things in more exaggerated manners. Uh, and I'm, I'm going to frame it like this. Most of you who are watching probably can understand that when someone is charged with drug possession, for example, that... Uh, Treating them as a horrible human being that does drugs all the time um, is not necessarily the best way to approach things. Right? There may be a whole complex backstory of why they are doing drugs or they have possession of drugs. Uh, It could be environmental factors that led them to this. It could be something um, that Uh, It could be something that was taught from their parents. It could be a whole host of other things uh, to say that this person should be locked away for the rest of their lives is pretty cruel uh, from this perspective, right? Um, But then let's look at maybe someone else who might uh, be charged with a hate crime. Maybe they uh, spewed out some racial slurs out in public or something and they got arrested, for example. Now, how would you approach this person? Would you think of them as a horrible human being that should be locked away for the rest of their lives? Similarly, I have a feeling that you might say probably no, but you might be thinking a little more uncomfortably, hmm, wait, I'm more inclined to do so for this person. And what I want to differentiate here is uh, the separation between thoughts and people. Right. When we are saying, okay, we don't want racists here in our community, we're not saying that if you are a racist, this person, we want to kick you out and you shouldn't be part of society. Rather than uh, putting this static qualifier on a human being saying, you are this, you are X, you are Y, you are this label and saying, we don't want you here. Uh, let's think in terms of people as uh, almost containers that hold ideas. Um, I hold a certain set of values, beliefs, and ideas. Another person might hold a different set of values, ideas, and beliefs, right? So we are all containers that hold some sort of ideas. Some of them might align with mine. Some of them I might find appalling. But they are, these are still people. They are human beings that have different ideas. So rather than attacking the person, and saying okay like putting a static qualifier saying you are a criminal because of this that you've done Um, because of like an action and you just label someone as um, something and now they are permanently this rather than that I ask and um, and ask you to think about and question uh, maybe if we took a different approach and looked at it instead in terms of okay we should attack the idea that A certain group of people can be um, naturally above or justifiably uh, suppress another group of people. Uh, That idea is something that is morally unacceptable and that we should not tolerate at all. Uh, But the people that think of this, or the people that uh, take actions that maybe support this idea that we don't like, or something along those lines, these people, they are still human beings. They are still people, and they might be, in their minds, acting in the best interest for the people that they think that they're trying to help. They might be acting in the best interest in some way that might be twisted because of the ideas that they hold, but they might have had good intentions behind something. Maybe they're trying to learn. If someone had ideas that were uh, what we'd consider racist, for example, and we would say, okay, Um, you, you can't be doing, you can't, these ideas are bad, right? And they are starting to, uh, change these ideas a little bit. Um, but when they're making these mistakes and trying to get themselves to not think of this idea, we're still putting them down and saying, that's still racist. You are still racist. We still don't want you here. How would they feel? Would they want to not become racist? Would they want to bother to change their ideas and beliefs? Changing ideas and beliefs inside us are hard, right? It's, it's as if a student that you would call a failing student person that got Fs, for example, um, started to uh, bring up their academic um, grounds. They want to improve their academics and they got a D in the class, but then you'd still say, oh, you're a failing student. Now to us, of course, most of us would say, okay, that's not how you would want to treat someone that's trying to improve themselves. But yet, oddly enough, it seems that modern society, at least from a broad perspective, from what I currently see, has no problem uh, has no problem beating down people that might be trying to uh, get rid of the ideas or thoughts that might have been uh, something that's not socially desirable. Alright. So, what is different there? It, do you really think that? Attacking the person behind the ideas would help this group of people understand that this idea is not the best? Because once you start attacking, people go on defense. And when they go on defense, they hold on to what they know about currently stronger. So, isn't that counterproductive to what we're trying to do? To try to spark a conversation, offer an alternative set of views to look at? Transitioning from one point of view to another is hard. Admitting that you've done something wrong is hard. So why would you make the process harder by attacking them for that? I'm not saying that I'm sympathizing with people that are racist or people that commit uh, outrageous crimes, but, and, and yes, their, their actions need to be paid for, but we can't expect them to change just simply by locking them up or denouncing them and publicly shaming them, uh, for example. Uh, we need to have a conversation and offer ideas and alternatives to the set of people. Um, yes, some of these might be offensive to you, and it's it's natural. Look, it's natural from a point of view, from a from a group of people that have been offended by another group of people to start uh, going on the attack saying no this is not acceptable we will not accept this you are bad people or for something something like that right it's reasonable but then it's also reasonable from the other perspective when maybe you are considered part of this group but you didn't have the idea yet people are now attacking your group broadly you would go on defense and It's natural, it's uh, reasonable for these things to happen. On a micro level, all of these are reasonable. But these reasonable actions on a micro level have accumulated to something that is completely unacceptable on a macro level. And this stems from, I believe, the ideas that we are marrying the human, the body, and the thoughts and the ideas behind someone. Right. If someone was like a, a, a racist or something, you consider them a racist or someone was uh, someone that uh, that smoked pot or did something that was illegal, for example, and they went through reform and they've changed their ideas. Now they are no longer that so. In, in let's say 10 years of time they've uh, repaid for um, they've, they've served the consequences that um, their actions have caused and they have changed their minds. These are different people in in some senses. It's as good as if you just lock them away forever, except now you have a human being that has changed over and can now bring value to society in a different way uh, because they've now changed their beliefs, right? So it's the idea that not com- uh, combining the person and the idea and attacking the person um, that's something that I want people to consider there a little bit. It's definitely hard to do this in the heat of things. Emotions run high and we naturally default to uh, defending ourselves, in which case some cases we defend by attacking. Um, and it's not to say that we are at fault here. No, this isn't about accusing people for et cetera, et cetera. This is about an idea, a new way to maybe approach things. If you disagree, that's fine. I still respect you as a human being. If you think of, um, if you have ideas, ideologies, or perspectives that are fundamentally different from mine, I still respect you as a human being. We might differ in how we think, but ultimately we are human beings, and I want this to be something to, uh, for you all to consider whenever we're talking about people. People are dynamic. We change throughout time. When ten years ago I would. I'm, I'd say that I'm a completely different person from who I was 10 years ago, from all the experiences that I've gone through and the ideas that have changed the interests that I've now uh, taken up compared to what it was from before. And so to expect someone to live up to a static qualifier that we put onto them just because, right? Um, say, oh, you are a liberal. You are a conservative. This static label that you splat across them is... Uh, An easy mental shortcut to sort of predict behavior, and uh, in some senses manage the people that you meet, uh, manage how you should behave, but we have to remember that these labels can be quite misleading, and if you expect people to live up to the labels you put onto them, or maybe they say themselves they are, then we start to strip away the humanity in them, treating them as the label, rather than the unique human being that is behind um, that. So, something to keep in mind, and hopefully something that gets you thinking a little bit. All right, that's gonna wrap it up for this episode. Thank you so much for watching or listening. I appreciate all the support you all have given me. If you have any questions, comments, or concerns, uh, questions, comments, or concerns, please feel free to leave them down in the comment section in the YouTube video. And if you found this episode or this podcast to be insightful or interesting in any way, it would mean a lot for me if you shared this with your friends and colleagues. I appreciate y'all. Thank you for watching, listening, and I'll see you in the next episode.